Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. You know, when things happen in your life that aren't so good, like an out-of-the-blue illness, life-threatening illness, everything gets put into perspective. Yesterday, if you heard my podcast, I'd mentioned that I was going through my litany of things to do, and I was praying on which one I should do first, second, and third. And I didn't even get to writing them down because my phone was blowing up overnight and I hopped on a plane to Florida to be with my mom, whose boyfriend had a horrific, life-threatening heart attack. It was a ventricle heart attack, and most of them are fatal. He is now in the hospital in the ICU completely unresponsive. There's one more test that they're going to do today. And I'm praying for a miracle. And I want to thank all of you who have rallied around. I just threw a quick thing out on Facebook. Please, I could use your prayers. And I could seriously feel the spiritual companions out there just wrapping a big, loving, warm hug around me. And my mom... I just want to thank you so much. It's been a a true blessing. I can feel the prayers. It's, it's really amazing. My mom's on her way to the hospital right now. Unfortunately, we can't all see him. So there's um about seven of us here, but we, because of the COVID, can only have my mom and his daughter be in the actual ICU. But what this has really done for me, and I think for everyone involved, is puts life in perspective. What is really important is family, friends, being a a loving and supportive person, being selfless to those around us. It wasn't easy to pack up and jump in the car and run to the airport, I debated, and I had this kind of selfishness about me thinking, well, what about all the things I was going to do this week? And yet, when I look at my mom, she is so grateful I'm here. She said she isn't sure she could have gotten through what the past day has done for her and has put her through without me and my brother here. My other brother's coming. And that's sometimes all that is really needed is to be there. To be there with love 
and support. And who knows how long I'll be here. I took one-way flight. I took a one-way flight. I don't know when I'll be returning. And I am here for her as long as it takes. I can do whatever I need to make this work. And that, my friends, is a shift of my selfish plans and the things that I want to do in my life to helping my mom in this moment, this life-changing, heart-breaking moment in her life. That is what I'm called to be and what I'm called to do as her daughter right now. I will say, yesterday, I texted her before I got on the plane. I said, get a Catholic priest. Get a Catholic priest. We need last rites, um, anointing of the sick, and the apostolic pardon prayed over him. He is unresponsive. He cannot talk. He is not moving. He's not reacting to anything. And who knows how long he will survive. He is basically breathing because of the ventilator. So right before I get on the plane, she says, the hospital said they have a chaplain for me. And I said, capital letters, N-O, it needs to be a Catholic priest. And then I sent that to her, to um, her boyfriend's daughter. And I said the exact same thing. I don't care how you got to do this, but you got to call parishes that are local yourself. Do it. But it cannot be anybody but a Catholic priest. So by the time I landed, my mom had found a Catholic priest to come and to perform all of those beautiful last right activities for his soul. And she came down when I saw her from the hospital. And of course, we have to stand outside the hospital because we can't go inside even in the lobby. And we were hugging and I, you know, it's the first time I see her. And so I start crying and, and she's like, what are you crying for? I said, mom, I'm just so sad for you. And she says, but John is going to heaven. And she says it like this. She's like, that little bugger is going to heaven before I am. He's going to skate right on in. (laughs) And I looked at her and I said, what faith you have, mom. That is beautiful. My mom came back to the church after she saw my massive transformation that God put in my life and the graces that he's given me. And she says, you've even said this to me. They're in a much better place. They're happier up there. They can pray for us up there. So I'm glad that she listened to me because I hope that she can hold on to that when she's lonely here. If God chooses to take him home, he will be directly in Jesus's arms when that time comes. And I'm so relieved that she said She was so relieved when the priest got there because what was happening was his blood pressure was going so low that she kept running out to the nurses thinking, he's not going to make it. The priest is going to get here too late. So she's running out to the nurses and they're pumping all these drugs in him, 
four different cycles it took to get his blood pressure, his blood, um, I guess it's pressure, back to normal. And yeah, he was there alive and receiving that beautiful, beautiful grace to go right into heaven. What a beautiful thing. Make sure when you are in that situation that the apostolic pardon gets prayed. All too often, people just think it's the quote-unquote last rites and the anointing of the sick. But the apostolic pardon actually takes away all of the temporal sins. So it's like a beautiful, beautiful gift. Again, sliding into home plate at the pearly gates right into the arms of Jesus. How beautiful. I promise I won't be making this all about my situation and crying on these podcasts, but you know that these are real. These are recorded every single day and they're raw. And I hope that this pings you deep in your heart today to be present to those around you and love them. Be there to support them. Be there in that servant leadership mindset that we are all supposed to be. Be joy. Jesus first, others second, you last. I think that's the way that we find joy. When we do that, our lives have purpose and meaning. We're not meant to belly button gaze and just focus on our own selfish lives. We are meant to make those people around us happier, make their life easier, love them to God. I want to thank you again for your prayers. You have no idea how much it means to me. No idea. I have no words. All I know is God is so good. I love the spiritual companions that I have virtually and through all of these amazing technologies. Because look, people, we are around the globe supporting, loving, praying for one another. And it is truly amazing. Amazing. And I can seriously feel it spiritually. I have this beautiful peace about whatever God wills. I know that he will take care of my mom. I ask you if you could pray for her, that would be great. She's wigging out a little bit. She does not have a regular, um, I think, mental prayer practice. She struggles to live in the present with God. And right now, with all of the things that could happen with John, I think that she's panicking and freaking out. She's in the middle of a move. They're moving from one house. They were moving from one house to another. And the movers come Friday. So she's freaking out about that. And that's, I think, why I'm going to be staying throughout that whole time. My brothers and I will help and get her settled in the new house that she doesn't even want to live in because John most likely won't be there with her. And she says, I can't do it. We built this house together. This was our last dream. And so if you can keep her in your prayers, that would be great. It's really her that I'm, my heart aches for. 
because she's down here in Florida all by herself. And we're all up in Chicago. So just keep us in your prayers. I know you've got lots of other prayers. So just, you know, if you remember, that would be great. And I will always, as I do every day, pray for you. I also, because it is election day, cannot, (laughs) cannot say nothing about it. I also pray that our country in the United States of America remains a patriotic, led by the people, government, country. I pray that God's hand is on this election because I truly believe that what happens here in America will affect the entire world. So wherever you're listening, please, let's all pray for God's will to be done. No matter what your political viewpoint, no matter no matter what your personal opinions are, it doesn't matter. We want God's will to be done, and God will make it happen. Okay, I love you all. Go be joy. Jesus first, others second, you last, with a smile and love serving those around us to make their lives happier, their lives easier, which will fulfill our calling, our purpose, and our meaning. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day. Thanks again for the prayers.